1: Welcome to a good talk Spoiled golf podcast master special. I'm James Richardson, and I'm joined as always by Barry O'Hanrahan. Hey Barry. Hey James. Pretty excited. It's going to be a great week. Ah, oh, season opener. We've waited a long time. It just always seems to drag on over the winter, you know. And you always say to me, it's a hundred days, it's eighty days. It's not. Yeah. Now it feels. I just want Thursday to come along. I just want this to start. But before we get into it, because we have so much to talk about for the Masters special, if anybody has any views on the Masters or anything in relation to golf, the Twitter handle is at a good talk golf. The email is a good talk spoiled at gmail.com. It is Masters week, Barry. We're not even going to worry about what's happened before because all roads lead to Augusta, all roads lead to the Masters. It is the season opener, it's the first major. There is so many different conversations all the different stories that are like filtering in can Rory do the uh, the Grand Slam Tiger Woods is back, Phil can he do it at over 40 Jordan Spieth, Thomas there's so many stories that are all filtering into this week are you just as excited are you, have you left the TV each night from Sky Sports watching the coverage yet
0: um, it's it's really hard to to focus in on any one thing. I'm so um, it's like it's like being a kid in a candy store, but like with a, a light show going on as well. So everything's kind of trying to grab your attention, and with with so many of the big players all showing, you know, great signs of form at one stage or another this season, or and, and even very recently as well. There's a lot of hands in the air to um, you know put themselves forward to get themselves in place uh, come the back nine on Sunday, there, and you know from a um, from a fan's point of view and maybe from a betting point of view if anybody does have a bet on the Masters, which I think pretty much a lot of you know most people do at this time of year, it's um, it's really difficult to kind of dig into it and and make one pick or, or even a couple of picks because there's so many great options there and you can make a really great case for so many players and um i think i think that's what's kind of got my focus all over the place but also making it really really exciting and um i know we probably say this every year because the wait for the masters is so long between uh, the pga and now even from the turn of the year Um, but i think this could actually be the most excited i've ever been for the masters
1: in terms of all the stories you know justin thomas able to get to world number one Dustin Johnson last year not playing in this because of the slip and fall, you know, McElroy looking at the Grand Slam, is, Tiger being back. Is there any one of those kind of, before we look at the players, before we look at the attributes, we look at the course, we look at all of those things and make a case for, ooh, about 60 different players that could actually win this week. Is there any one of those stories? Is it the, the redemption, you know, Tiger coming back? Is there any one of those little stories that are side... To the actual tournament, that that kind of grabs your interest a little bit more than any other.
0: Um, it's probably It's a cliched answer, but to be honest, it has to be Tiger back. Uh, you know, it's been a been a few years since he's been here, and the last time he was here, he was um, he was playing hurt, but still was like fifth, which is just ridiculous. So, so ooh,
1: um, I thought he was seventeenth, but uh, I'll check that. He for the last time he played, 17th, Tiger, sorry, i I'm, I'm, I'm confusing that
0: with 2013. My bad. Yeah. Um, both occasions he was actually playing hurt, which is uh, it's a serious, um, serious. I just think it's great that he's back, and he's uh, for all the evidence we've seen so far in the last few weeks, are that he's extremely healthy, and the game, and a lot of the game is in great shape. Mm-hmm. Um, still has question marks over his driving. His uh, his misses are absolutely wild. Um, so you know, there, there's definitely a bit of a there's some potential for some very exciting recovery shots there.
1: Okay, so so it's t- Tiger the story for you this week. Um, we've have the announcement already today. It's come out the group pairings. I don't know how the PGA, I don't know how the Masters are going to decide who is the feature group because wow, there are quite a lot of feature groups. This is one of the smallest fields that the masters has had i think nearly in 20 years or even 20 years this is one of the smallest fields but every grouping has a story or has some interest but let's look at a couple of just the very top ones we have phil mickelson ricky fowler matt kuchar spieth alex noren louis stazen adam scott rory mcelroy john ram justin rose dustin johnson rafa Cabrera Bello, and i suppose we can't forget Tiger Woods, Mark Leishman and Tommy Fleetwood. It's just every group you look at, there is just wow, okay, that that that's a great group. And then another one, oh that's even you know, that's yeah. there's just so much coverage that's gonna go on. I'm hoping and I think we kinda of talk about this kind of about the coverage that we get sometimes from the states. I really hope that they just don't basically follow a camera for the whole of Tiger Woods's first 36 holes and we actually do get to see other players and not the, oh, we haven't seen, a, insert name here for the last hour. Let me guess, this 40-foot raker across the green is, oh, let me guess, going in. <laughs> I hope they spread the coverage to as many groups as they can physically get. It would be
0: an absolute tragedy if they didn't. Um, I'm, I'm all for seeing a lot of Tiger at Augusta, but I'm all for seeing an awful lot of other golfers too because there's so many uh, great guys in great shape going into this tournament and um, are deserving of equal camera time um, or close to equal camera time to the to one of the greatest players of all time so yeah i mean it, this is a kind of week where i think i'm gonna have like two laptops going with the you know one with the amen corner feed going another one with the featured group feed and then you know, obviously the uh, on the TV you throw up the main feed or you know some combination of that just to get as much golf in front of me as possible. And uh, you know, if they had a fe- you know thing that would show four or five feature groups, I'd have it all up and running. And uh, I, I just can't get enough of it. Uh, I'm,
1: well, I was watching a program about John Madden, uh, the NFL famous NFL player and coach, and he has a room at home which has a massive projector in the middle and about eight screens either side and i just thought now that's how i want to watch the masters eight different screens big one in the middle for the full live coverage and you just you'd have a permanent scoreboard on one and every feature group 15 and 16 all of the all of the a main corner everything on it well, you wouldn't know where to that's look that's that would be the problem um, for people who may be new to golf they might be new to this podcast and they may have lived under a rock for i don't know you know 25 30 40 50 60 years the u.s masters it is the only um major that takes place at the same course augusta is just iconic everybody knows it is do, do we even need to talk about this course you know we know the greens are super fast they're subtle breaks the fairways are you know painted green billiard table-esque, rough isn't overly you know difficult but the weather is that the, the the story for the first couple of days of this tournament is that where we need to be looking at as the the key thing for the first few days
0: i think so because the weather is the one thing that's different from year to year now they do make very small changes to the course year on year. I don't think you you ever get the exact same golf course um, in back to back years. You know the the subtle changes that they might not even announce some of them, um, which is, is a common occurrence. So I think the thing the interesting thing this year is to talk about the weather and how that'll affect how the golf course plays. Um, fr- from a point of view, probably from a point of view of seeing how your favorite players go, or, or you know how they might run in their bets. Um, Thursday and Friday. You know, they're due to be dry days, but the temperature's going to be quite cold in the mornings. You know, it's going to be less than 10 degrees Celsius both Thursday and Friday. So, you you know, you're playing a long golf course, you know, about 7,400 yards, with the fairies mown towards you so the ball doesn't, uh, won't roll out as far. So that golf course effectively plays, you know, another couple of hundred yards longer because the, you don't get that much roll on the ball. You're then adding into the fact, you know, adding into it that the... Uh, the air is going to be cold. The ball's not going to be traveling very far. So those guys going out in the first kind of 10, 15, 12, 15 groups, they're going to have a hard enough time, you know, those opening holes, uh, getting that ball around. Um, so b- both days, I'd say, if you look for, you know, Thursday and Friday, the afternoon scoring is probably going to be a little bit better. Uh, and we all know how important it is to get off to a good start at the Masters uh, for keeping yourself in the contention. It's... Um, it's not a golf course you can come from uh, come from behind to you know from too far behind uh, i think all the winners have been in like the top 10 of day 1 for you know or it's a very large percentage of winners have been in the top 10 after day 1 so you're looking for your guys to get a fast start and hopefully that if they are out in the early thursday morning group they they just hang on in there until the temperatures you know get up and they they can uh, take their chances when they arrive Saturday, there's a good bit of rain due. Um, so this that could make it very interesting. You know, guys having to... It, it was actually forecast to be an awful lot worse, but it looks like there's going to be rain for the leaders in the afternoon. So this could this could make things a little bit interesting for you know, a few guys who are out mid, middle of the pack and maybe post a score and somehow get themselves uh, up and around the, the first page of the leaderboard. Sunday looks like... Um, one of the nicest days of the week, which is uh, which is good.
1: It always is at Sunday I, at the I, Masters. I know. I
0: think they have control <laughs> of the weather almost, so it looks um, it looks like it could could help. You know, it be the best scoring day of the week, um, which can make things very exciting. Because we all know about the back nine and how it presents opportunities for scoring, and somebody can go and play that back nine on Sunday in thirty shots and go and grab and go and grab the green jacket that way so um, you know there's some interesting factors the player's gonna have to deal with Um, different conditions throughout the week nothing too wild or extreme but certainly some experience and patience um is, is going to be a very valuable asset for uh, having a go this week
1: so looking at the weather you know and, and we take it as a kind of a combined four days for the moment is it your expectation to see a kind of a 16, minus sixteen, seventeen, or do you think you're gonna we're gonna be looking at guys kind of day one, day two, maybe a couple under three, four under, and then through the weekend it finishing up around that kind of minus seven, minus eight. Do you think it's going to be a birdie fest type type competition this week, or is it going to be much more kind of the last couple of years we've seen that. Kind of where the weather has been a bit more, you know, unfriendly to them. That mm. it tends to be a little bit tighter to to level par, rather than kind of the Jordan Spieth year when, you know, or Tiger Woods year back in ninety seven when he just laps the field by kind of 16, 17 under, and he, it's it's just a huge under par figure.
0: I think it's an interesting one because the, the every, you know people are familiar that they have you know the sub air system that they have in place there that. They can control how the golf course plays, and they can take a lot of moisture out of the ground, and 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 make the greens be firm as well as fast. You know, up to fourteen on the stimp meter um, is the estimate of the, the green speed. So, I always find it hard enough to predict a winning score in advance of the tournament because, you know, the guys could be out on Wednesday, and the course could be playing a certain way, and come Thursday, it's just completely changed for them. Um, so, so the tournament committee at Augusta really have. You know, have an awful lot of control—not complete control, but an awful lot of control over what they kind of want the winning score to be. Um, I think they, you know, maybe they're going to try let them score a little bit more this year. Um, if I, okay, so if I was in the position on the committee, that's what I'd be looking to go you know, to allow happen. You know, you've got a lot of great players in great form at the moment, and you know, allowing them the ability to put some scores up there without going too crazy is. Uh, would kind of it feels like the right mix of excitement for me any thoughts yourself like what 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 would you like to see do you want to see them kind of getting you know maybe 12 14 under gives a good mix of birdies and yeah I I
1: kind of think around the 10 yeah the kind of the 10 under figure I I don't want to I don't want to see it just I don't want to see the bombers being able to hit wedges in and go pin seeking and it ends up just being kind of you know birdie birdie I I I think the par 5's You know, birdie should be a good score. Eagle should be amazing. Um, I just I don't want to see just nonstop. I like seeing it's what I like about the 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 Open Championship that sometimes pars are just as important on days when the weather is not great or the course isn't playing as well. That pars are just as good as birdies, and sometimes when you par a hole that everyone else is bogeying, that all of a sudden you've gained a shot back. I, I think they will control it I don't think that they I, I don't think Augusta and the committee want to see a real ripping up of the golf course you know they don't want to ever see a, a kind of a, a minus 15 16 17 unless somebody just like breaks away from the pack and just has an incredible four days I just don't think they want to see 15 or 20 of the world's best players going out there and ripping up their course because I think they have cultivated this image of a very tough course um, a very exclusive course and one that's a real challenge to the players and they don't want to have that somewhat undermined by seeing guys go out and shoot 18, 19, 20, 21 under um, over four days so I think they will control it a lot more Mm. I think it would be interesting come Saturday evening if there's a lot of guys who are quite far under how, how tough they make the pins on Sundays to bring them back or do they let them out and let them go for it and just make it a, a birdie fest? It, it would be interesting. Ultimately, can I put it this way? I actually don't give a shit <laughs> yeah, which way it goes. Yeah. As long as, you know, I want what I want from this tournament, and there's so much hype about it, you know, there's so many players in form, and we're going to start looking at players now in a second. All I'm asking for is that come, you know, Sunday morning when the 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 guys start going out there's a genuine chance of you know eight to twelve players that could go out post a score and go and win it not go out and have to shoot 61 or 62 but can go out and post a good number and that you know a playoff that just come the back nine that all of a sudden maybe that eight or twelve is whittled down to four or five Mm -hmm. no problem with that that's okay that's grand but I want to see I want to see a bit of a shootout. I don't want to see a guy lapping the field. I don't want to see on Sunday kind of having your fingers crossed going. I hope the leader puts a few in the water just simply to bring him back to the field. Yeah, Because this is just a canter at this stage. I, I
0: think, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. I'm not... Um, because there's such a large group of guys in great form... What I what suppose the ideal scenario is to have four or five or six of those all going hammer and tongs at it come the back nine on Sunday rather than a, a dual situation where there's just two of them going at it. Uh, I think I think the sheer volume and number of guys in, in good form going into this you know, all, all things going well, we'll get that uh, come Sunday. We'll get a good few of them in the mix.
1: What would be lovely is if you had two or three groups going out in the last, say, four or five groups on Sunday and all of a sudden you nearly have a much wider open championship idea where, you know, the the the, the Phil versus uh, Stenson kind of moment where like it was just hammer and tongue at each mm. other. But it's happening within three or four groups. You know, one guy but you know, one guy birdie's one of the par fives or Eagles a par five, then everybody else has to start going for it. They they were all kind of dragged into yeah, this mass. Yeah, yeah kind of rather than just you know it petering out come sunday afternoon and you're kind of going oh man. I think
0: I think the the key thing we really want to be hearing is uh, roars in the background when you're when you're looking at you know uh, pictures of One Hole and players uh, say they're on the putting green you want to hear a loud cheer in the background from another hole. And then you want to hear another one. So you want to hear the roars you, from yeah, different you, parts you, of the golf course just echoing you, around. You
1: kind of want you want somebody to do something amazing on 16 when the final group is on uh, on the 15th hitting in. And it's like, oh, okay, somebody in the group ahead has just done mm-hmm. something pretty special. The guys who are teeing off on 17 are looking over their shoulder going, what just happened yeah. on 16? Just that momentum, that that buzz... And I suppose it leads me to this, and then we'll start looking at all the players. There is a lot of hype. There are a lot of stories. There are a lot of people. We've been itching for this. I think the golfing world seems to be ready for this. Even people that I've been speaking to this week who don't even follow golf are kind of, you know, paying attention to the Masters this year. Whether it's the Tiger effect, whether it's, you know, just the hype that's built. It is getting very hypey. Is it is it getting on Tuesday, we're still a bit away from Thursday, are we all setting ourselves up for the fact that this ends up being not quite as great a masters as everyone seems to be, you know, hoping for? Can can you overbuild no, it, you no, know?
0: Keep keep the pessimism at bay, James. This is gonna be explosive. I, I'm just I've got everything crossed for it. I'm hopeful and positive. I'm sending out the good vibes. I, it, I just don't think it can disappoint, really, the way it's setting up. Um, if it does, uh, send us a tweet and give out to us afterwards. But uh, I, honestly, all this hype is happening for so many reasons, and all these roads are leading to, you know, and all these players coming in, converging at Augusta National. I, I just think it's going to go off.
1: Okay, so let's let's start looking at the players. And over the last number of years since we started doing this, we end up going, it's such a wild field, you can pretty much pick any player in probably 50 and you can make a claim. Mm. We're not going to do it this year. We are not going to go through all 50, about, about 45 players, and then eventually we say, yeah, we didn't get the right one. Uh, we're going to look at this in groups. And I think that's probably, for, for the listeners, the easiest way so let's look at the the top five in the betting for the moment um and don't be we're not going to worry too much about kind of this so many betting formats at the moment in terms of odds but Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas Dustin Johnson and Justin Rose they're the top five gone into this tournament there or thereabouts this week somewhere between kind of 10 and 14 to 1 is the spread on these guys. Let's talk talk about Jordan Speith. This is a guy whose record at this place is just phenomenal. You know, he was 11th last year, still top 12, you know, first, second, second. Like this guy loves this place. But there is a concern. Good week last week at the Houston Open. Putting we know is so important at at Augusta and the Masters. Does last week's finish at the Houston Open ally the fears of Jordan Spieth's semi-yips over short putts for you?
0: Don't say that terrible Y word. You get a bad ideas into people's heads for their own golf on the weekend. Look, I, I, I think there's a tendency in golf media, I find, to over-magnify any little thing and it's generally to the negative side of things. They'll you know, very rarely over magnify the great things, but they'll definitely focus in on the things that aren't going so well for players. Now he's had a couple of bad weeks, he's had a couple of missed cuts in his last six, seven events. Then he's then again he's also had a couple of top tens, including that third last week. His long game is in one of the best places it's ever been, and he's gone back to a place where he feels incredibly comfortable. He's won there before He's got two seconds, and his worst performance of his four appearances here was last year, which was eleventh. You know, he had a good putting day. Uh, I think it was Sunday there at Houston, and he's come back to a place where he feels really comfortable. And It could be the kind of thing that's a catalyst to help him get rediscover that touch and the confidence to start building in the putter again. Like you, you don't just become a terrible putter forever. Over you know the way, you know his putting's gone. He's still a great putter. He's just not putting... He just hasn't been putting phenomenally well recently. If he matches up his really good ball striking with an average week of putting for him, he's going to be in the mix. So I think he's such a great strategist around there. He feels so comfortable around there. I think it's... um I think he's going to have a good week.
1: Well, Like if you look at any player, any player in this field, other than Tiger for the moment, because it's just the history of him at this Mm. place and and Phil like this is a guy who played the first time in 2014 came second wins it in 2015 blows it in 2016 and comes second and comes 11th this is a guy who just clearly loves this course just whatever and this is where I come down with Jordan Spieth and I think out of all of this kind of group of five I think Jordan is the guy that I ignore what happens prior to this tournament Mm. because you're driving up that drive and you're saying the worst i've ever been i've never missed a cut and the worst i've been is top 11 i'll take those odds (laughs) you know they're like this is a guy who's just going to turn up and whatever problems he's had and i think you're right i think they're overhyped i think it's it's just media you know these guys they he has such a high standard and American media particularly have built him up so high over the last number of years, it's impossible to maintain that standard week in, week out. So the second they see a chink, they start saying, oh, oh, the pudding's gone, the pudding's gone. Yeah, it's gone. content, isn't it? Yeah, and like this is a guy who, you know, he is the open champion. He knows how to win, he's won round here, he's gone to the champions' dinner tonight which, let's face it, that's going to give you a pretty good feel when you're seeing a lot of your other competitors going to the local steakhouse mm-hmm. and you're going in to have Sergio's and you're wearing that green jacket. I'd say walking into that dinner tonight and the same with Bubba and the same with a few other guys who have one, you put that jacket on, come Thursday, you're probably about three inches taller than you are and you forget what happened the week before. Rory McIlroy. Where do we start with Rory? So he can finish the Grand Slam Yeah, I think he'll be the 6th person in history it's a heavy weight we know the history of him a couple of years ago when he had the blow up he was leading it 7th last year, 10th the year before 4th the year before that and 8th so 4 years top 10 finishes most preparation he has ever done for this tournament some good some not so good he has a W in the bag from a few weeks ago Rory McIlroy make the case that he's going to be the Masters Champion and the next in the Grand Slam Club
0: Why? I mean, how and why can Rory win? because he's Rory you know he's um, his great weeks he's going to win or be very damn close to winning and his poor weeks it's just the, the nature of the way he plays golf his poor weeks won't be a top 10 or a top 12 or a top 20 He'll fall off a bit, Um it's you know, he's a high variance golfer. Um, we saw that, if, you know, three weeks ago, where he had his best putting week ever and won at Bay Hill. Um, the next week, then you know, match play not so great. So his long game is in pretty good shape, and he added that to some really good putting. If he can discover even a hint of that putting touch and feel that he had at Bay Hill, yeah, why why can't he go right here? You know the. He's clearly comfortable with the golf course, having four top tens in a row. You know, it's it's about can he can he match up all the little things this week? You know, getting rid of the mental scars of the the collapse a few years ago when he was four shots up, and uh, at the turn, um, you know, do, can he remove the thoughts about it being a career Grand Slam if he wins? It being a green jacket, you know and just focus on his game
1: do you think that plays on his mind I don't do you think the Grand Slam thing plays on his mind I don't think personally it does I think he just he wants to get back into a
0: major winning the major
1: winning circle and and, and I think that's the pressure rather than the Grand Slam oh he'd take any major Uh, yeah I
0: I agree with you on that I think that's the kind of uh, the career Grand Slam is the kind of thing that you know you you smile about to yourself when you're when when you're in your older years and go yeah I got that that was pretty cool you know
1: let's yeah. let's not underestimate it's going to set him into a totally different category in world golf yeah. than where he is if you get into that exclusive club Phil's not there and a lot of serious players from yesteryear and currently aren't there I, I look, we yeah, know yeah. he can play well around here like his ball striking is ideal the high ball flight he can go attack pins a bit like Jordan is it the putting is that the key for, for, for Rory this week he puts well he's there or thereabouts he doesn't put well he'll make the cut maybe but he, he's not going to be in the shake up so is that what we have to see and look for this week see where he is in putting stats yeah, I'll, come kind of Thursday Friday and that will give you an indication of where he might end I'll up the thing the thing about Augusta is and you see
0: from the stats over the years you don't need to be number one in putting but greens and regulation is one of the key things around here you need to be in the top few for greens and regulation around here uh, to to get the win or to even be in contention, it's so important. Um, you know, you have to add into that um, scrambling helps, of course, obviously. But you know, scrambling goes hand in hand with something um, with bogey avoidance, and even more so, I think, is disaster avoidance. You can't really afford to be having a double bogey or you know, or sorry, a triple around here because we know it's so hard to play catch up around this golf course. You know, birdies happen and really good rounds happen, but for some reason, when when guys have one of those disasters and they try press the accelerator a bit, it seems to backfire around here. So, you know, disaster avoidance and hitting your greens are you know two of the really important things around here this week. And if you can match that up with a a pretty decent putting week, like yeah, you can't be putting terribly, but you need to have a decent enough week. Not you don't have to have a phenomenal week. You match those things up, like you're going to be there thereabouts. So. so let's look at
1: another attribute for a moment distance off the tee Dustin Johnson is in this group that we're looking mm. at world number one it's been a long while since world number one won at Augusta this time last year he was the form golfer he was dare I say the Justin Thomas yeah. of, of 2017 2018 little hit and miss this year for for Dustin Um but we know his phenomenal length can overpower the likes of the par fives. Justin Johnson's game. Do you see enough for him to be there over the course of the week? Or is he out of this kind of group of your speech, your McIlroy, Justin Thomas or Rose? Is he the one out of that five that you kind of go... For me it is mm. he's the one that I kind of go oh I, I I would be I'd be dropping him off my list if if somebody said bet on any of those four. Well, yeah, if you ha- five I I'd be dropping I him. I agree if you have
0: to pick one of those five he's not going to be that one for me this week. Um you don't need to be exceptionally long at Augusta. You just I think need to be long enough. So, you know, if, if you're in the top like 20 30 guys in length off the tee, that gives you enough uh, you're enough of the way down and um, the fairway to to put yourself in the place to hit the iron shots or wood shots to the the greens to get your greens in regulation, his ball striking with his irons has not been phenomenally this phenomenal this year, and uh, that's 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 a question mark over him. Um, so yeah, if I've had to drop one of the five or to begin to drop guys out of that five, you know, to end up making a selection, he's gone in the first round for me. He's out.
1: Okay, so Dustin's gone. Let's look at the two Justins, Thomas and Rose. Rose just missed out last year runner up runner up three out of the last uh, two out of the last three years Um, agonizing last year yeah. so so close Um, like hair's breadth
0: stuff. do you remember when he's there in the fairway on 13 and Sergio's over in the absolute junk and I'd say 99% of people watching that are going this is done this is this." Rose has this and they both end up making pars and it was such a turning point I'd say Sergio fell to about 50, 58 feet tall and Rose was thinking shit that was my chance
1: you know mate so do you think it was his chance is it is it you know was it his chance for the masters i th- is is it no, I
0: don't, do you think, I think like I think it was an inflation and deflation <laughs> event at the same time and they both turned into a you know, a big moment. You know, Rose felt a little down that he didn't gain a shot on Sergio from from their position. I mean, their expected scores from where they both were, I'd say, was probably a birdie for Rose and a bogey for Sergio. Maybe even worse. But they both end up coming out with par and, you know, one feels a little bit let down and the other one feels, God, it's amazing. I should have been out of this. Now I'm free rolling. And, uh, you know, Sergio goes on to do what Sergio did down the stretch to win.
1: How important and this is in the context of say Justin Rose versus a Justin Thomas but a general conversation in relation to the rest of the field anyway Justin Thomas has won this year already mm-hmm. Justin Rose hasn't statistically a lot of the times over the last you know 15 years a guy who's had a w in the season leading up to so the last number of weeks mm. since January a guy who has won a tournament before coming to the masters has gone on to win it very rarely do you see a guy who hasn't got a w in the season go to win the masters yeah, in the
0: year of the justin event.
1: thomas has it justin rose hasn't he's trended in the right way we've had the fifth we've had a third bit off last week trending in the right direction but is that the difference between these two justins 12 months ago justin rose playing well come second justin rose 2018 just feels like he's just maybe clinging on to this kind of group that we're talking about, this top
0: five for sure. And I mean, that's why he's at the end of the, he's the the furthest out in the odds of the five of them. You know, with, with that though, he's having a phenomenal ball striking year, and his putting is some of the best it's ever been for Rose. He's also coming back here with that little motivation about trying to you know get over that stinging loss uh, last year. So you know, he's coming in 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 great shape, and you know. Might actually be my pick if I had to pick one of the five to to go on and win this um my only concern my concern like Justin Thomas is obvious he has massive claims for this um for all the reasons over the last 18 months that he's played so well he's already won this well he
1: year. Le- he's come he, and he's coming in with with, with the last major yeah. in his golf bag theoretically mm-hmm. from last sure, summer sure. Um, my only question you know, is first second fourth pretty good his best finish year is only 22nd so but is Justin Thomas 2017 2018 not a very different player to like you know he's taken such a leap forward I think particularly since last kind of July August time does form previously does Mm. it kind of go out the window or if people are looking at betting how much should they look at the history of these guys because some guys do he's young you know, like he's he's made such strides. Like his, I I wouldn't have ever have thought of Justin Thomas in in a conversation like this two years ago, or even kind of twelve months ago. When we, I'd say if we look back or listen back to the twenty seventeen Masters special, I wouldn't say we even were really talking about Justin Thomas. Is that kind of where we're at with Justin Thomas now, though? It's it's like a totally different player. Something has clicked he, that's put him into the world's top players. No
0: doubt he's taken a massive leap from last year to this year. So, you know, at this stage, it's hard to know. Like, he, he's shown progression in Augusta over the last couple of years. He's gone 39, 39 to 22nd. Could he leap from 22nd to 1st this year? Absolutely. When, when he's
1: and there is a learning yeah. curve like we, we we always talk it's very hard for a first time player to win usually takes I think on average about three times three to four a little bit longer than I like it's be- almost six before, push, yeah. uh, but like nobody I think very few win it with less than three visits mm-hmm. Um, prior to it like I know obviously Jordan Speed booked that trend and so on but you've got a guy who is getting more used to Augusta in mm-hmm. Justin Thomas the world number one thing doesn't really affect I don't think, like he talked about it today at the press conference that he probably overthought it a couple of weeks ago at the WGC he seems very focused on on this week I, 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 I think if I was going the other way I, I think it's Justin Thomas over Justin Rose purely on the fact that he's shown the form he's got the W on the mm. way in to this tournament and there's our first match sometimes of the, week. the ghost yeah and I, I think sometimes the ghost of, of Christmas past can scare you at Christmas present I think Justin Rose will have that baggage of last year where Justin Thomas doesn't he can go play he's not thinking like you know oh I, I I was the nearly man last year and if he gets close does Justin Rose start like if somebody if that happens again that all of a sudden he's in one of the last couple of groups and some guy off in the trees ends up powering a hole and he pars is he thinking oh no not again, I can't I can't do another runner up, you know, three years out of four because some other guy has just gone and won this tournament.
0: Yeah, that's it's not that's um, pretty panicky situation to find yourself in. But you know, Rose is a pretty cool customer and you know he's he's been around the block more than the, more than a few times. Like. I don't know. It's, group it's, it's two. Hard to to come group on. two, definitely. Let's move on. Group, so, group
1: two, Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson. Yeah, this um, one's full of stories, isn't it? Like it's it's obviously Woods, 3.0, 4.0, you kind of forget how many times he's he's reinvented himself. This is obviously a different Tiger Woods. He is striking it better, his short game is better, he's hitting it as long as everybody, if not longer than most people there is galleries 10 deep watching him on the practice rounds the last two days he seems more relaxed about himself he seems nearly to and i just not even in terms of the context of this week but just generally he looks like he's not bothered about whether or not he obviously is bothered about wanting to win again but if he never wins again he has nearly found peace with himself i feel in the interviews that I've read in the in the press conferences I've heard mm. he's much more engaging he's much more willing to talk and it's less kind of, he's much more approachable and it's much more like you know, if I never win any other major in my life, I'm still a 14 time major winner and second behind Jack he's going to all go F off, like I'm, I'm still it, the best of this generation it, and I think that with that freedom seems to have come, you know a kind of a, I just... A different type of Tiger, a different type of player that perhaps that's what he needs at his age and, and with his injuries. He's almost accomplished the hardest thing, which was to come back and,
0: and prove to himself that he can compete at the highest level. And and like you say, I don't think, obviously a win is a bonus, you know, a win would be amazing to, to come back and win, but he's done more than enough to prove to himself that he can compete with these guys and if the things go right on the day he can go and win a tournament so that almost like you say i think that just releases all the pressure that was probably the thing he was most worried about was can i get back up there and he's shown to himself more than once over the last few weeks that he can get back up there and he's come back and also back to a place he feels really good at
1: oh yeah like and sure like it's it's second home to him at this stage the other thing is that this isn't just built on us looking at him wanting it and and hoping that he is like he has had the ability to put four rounds together over the last number of, if he was coming in with you know just one four round competition i'd be really regardless of how well he's hitting it regardless of how good he feels you'd be questioning can he do four days he seems to be a bit fitter than he was the last time I, it may just be me, but the, when I'm looking at him, he doesn't seem to be kind of as sweaty or as kind of uh, huffing and puffing a little bit come kind of Saturday-Sunday. He, he In the past, he looked a bit tired. He looks as fresh on Sunday as he does on Thursday, which I think is a huge thing. But again, talking about previous form, he was fifth a couple of weeks ago, runner-up the week before that, two weeks off to get himself ready. Mm-hmm talk that he's been doing a lot of work on the driving range trying to work that driver out is that the key for tiger woods this week does he if he isn't finding the fairway does he have the game like phil to be able to find magic from somewhere or do we need to see tiger first hole on thursday hit a three wood hit a five hit his three wood hit a driver find the middle of the fairway yeah,
0: there's, there's no question marks over his good shots they really are amazing at the moment uh it's it's his catastrophe shots that are, are absolutely killing him you know that um that massive snap hook uh a few weeks ago when he was trying to make a charge at bay Hill um you know it's the disaster shots that'll be the ones that worry you now tiger's got the ability to make great recovery shots so it's you know it's the I suppose it's the ratio of disaster shots versus recovery shots, and uh, you know whether he whether bogeys or you know doubles even build up on a scorecard or can he avoid those and can he avoid them for how, four how days? Much,
1: how much would you think he ends up in the pines? How much does he worry about what's underneath those pines? Uh, uh, you know, yeah. a few years ago he hit he hit that shot hit the root branch, you know. Kind of started the end nearly of that kind of comeback, the false dawn. Um, it's not necessarily lightning striking twice, but if he's if he's in there a lot, you know, I think we can pretty much say t- Tiger's not going to be there in contention if if we see a lot of wayward drives. I hear he heard he hit. He was playing today with Phil. He hit a three wood off the tenth. Uh, Duck hooked it left. Uh, Into the trees. Probably not the greatest way of starting your practice round, but. um,
0: That's why you play practice rounds, you know, get a a couple of top shots. Tiger
1: Tiger this week, I don't know which way to say it. Would it be a surprise to see him win, or is it a case of, ah, yeah, sure, we, we knew he could? It would be one of the great
0: all time sports comeback stories. It's 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 Disney like. It it really would be like and uh, kind of, super Disney like. So, who would play him? Denzel Washington. Yeah, um, could be could be yeah uh, with um you know with the the older version of him looking back on it being Morgan Freeman's voice or something like that. Uh,
1: but that's that's the level that we're it at, really isn't it? Is. Like we're all dream. Is this a bit? Is it is it like Tom Watson a few years, you know, probably more than a few years ago now at the Open, is there a bit of nostalgia, is there a bit of kind of, is there's more to it than that though isn't there, there, there is something to Tiger this time that, that isn't just a nostalgia that we want to see this great player from our generation watching him grow up. It's, it's not it's not a false dawn there is genuinely something there isn't there Barry? Tiger's not With 50, Tiger this he's time. not
0: 59 years old this is this is totally different from the Tom Watson thing and this is an opportunity for us as fans and um, you, know, you know for the, the younger generation who grew up idolizing him like McElroy and Dustin Johnson watching you know idolizing Tiger when they were growing up this is their chance to take him on when he's playing really good golf and it's it is the perfect storm. It is a, a movie-like script, and if somehow Tiger can be there come Sunday, you know, facing off against a few of those younger lads, they've they've said I want to face it. I want to come up against Tiger. I don't know if they really. So I don't know if the they question, really want right?
1: to. So there's the question. Do you want to see Tiger in the last group in the Sunday red, going out in the last group of the Masters? And if so, who do you want to see paired with them?
0: Oh, I want to see Tiger Rory
1: So Tiger Rory And I want to
0: see Phil in the second last group
1: <laughs> So let's talk about Phil Right yeah. so Phil we, Everyone loves Phil Everyone just He was teetering on the uh, Kind of dropping out of the world Top 50 he then goes on the run Of you know 5th, 2nd, 6th And then he gets the, the the W Again another player with a victory Coming into this tournament Showing form we know how good this guy short game is you know it is the best in the business short game is important when you do miss it and you miss it in the right ways getting up and down the scrambling the you know the, the bogey avoidance sure why don't we just all put our money on phil Mickelson this week you know surely he's 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 the winner of this or is it because he's over 40.
0: there's some Let me look there's a really good value in phil right 18 to one somebody who's three times masters champion Playing some of the best golf of his career has got that pressure of getting a win that you know had eluded him for so many years off his back. He's not going into this probably feeling you know the some of the best he's ever felt. I, and you, and you, let's and let's bear in mind. I think it would be crazy to not consider uh, Phil or, or or to strike and, him and, off early as part of your you know your possible bets.
1: And historically guys outside the top 20 in the world rankings don't tend to mm. win this tournament. It's it's a rarity to see guys outside the top 20. Where's Phil now? 18th. A few weeks ago, about to drop out of the world 50, he's now back into the top 20 and comfortably in it. He knows how to play. And we know with Phil, his driving can be erratic, but his recovery play is just unbelievable. And... I think you're right. I think when you look at the first group that we were looking at, what were they, kind of 9s, 10s, 11s, 12s? 18 to 1. <sighs> you know, a lot of places are paying, what, 8 places, 9 places? There's 10 places available
0: in uh, Coral and Skybet. Um, but definitely, I you know, would definitely recommend people have a look. There's so many bookies competing for, um, for uh, punters' money this week. I'd highly recommend going to OddsChecker and you know, see see what the price is on your player across the different bookies, see how many places they're offering. And uh, if there's any offers, if people are, you know, signing up to these sites for the first time, you can get offers for, you know, free bets or, you know, match bonuses and, and so forth. Um, definitely find the right balance golf
1: golf betting golf betting golf betting systems.co.uk have a lot of links to even more enhanced
0: well yeah you can get some uh, uh, there's some there's some sign up offers through um golf betting system.co.uk our friends over there steve and paul and um i joined them for their podcast their preview podcast yesterday so that's available on uh, itunes and all the usual outlets um and on golf betting system.co.uk uk. And there's a Paul goes through an awful lot of the bookie offers on play um, in play this week so um, definitely you know worthwhile doing your research to find the best value and best kind of combination of odds versus places uh, and in a field where of 87 players and you've got a couple of bookies that are playing 10 places and you can write off a good 15 20 golfers straight away due to age and uh, lack of form and you know they're amateurs you know for various reasons you can knock a few people out of the the running you could be looking at a very, you know, select a group of maybe fifty or sixty players, and ten of those guys are going to, you know, get pay, you know, pay, get you paid money on the way back. So um, have a look around, be- do your be- research, and um, you know, good luck with the bets, I guess.
1: Okay, so let's let's move on then to Bubba Watson, the last of kind of how we see the the, the top end, and and we're going to very quickly then mm. go through one or two guys that we have looked at slightly further down in the field, but not in as much detail. Bubba Watson, um, <clears throat> previous champion. There will be tears on the 18th if he wins, <laughs> because that's probably the easiest you know bet you could make. Um, can overpower a golf course. Wins a couple of weeks ago. I-, I find it very hard to like Bubba Watson, I must admit, and if he does win on on, on Sunday, I'm not I'm not sure I'll be overly <laughs> thrilled at it. Um, tell me I'm wrong tell me why I should like Bubba Watson why I am just have blinkers on with this guy well I'm because I'm... I, I just don't see it I, I I just think when you look around at a lot of other players now I, just, I think maybe when he won it a few years ago four or five years ago yeah he was he was up there i I just don't see him up there anymore i'm
0: not that, mad that i'm level. not mad on his personality either but as a golfer to watch the guy's an artist and one of the most special ones that we have in the game he's um just uh, okay good thing this week they have pro tracer in a number of places or top tracer whatever they call it these days um getting to watch how much Bubba moves a ball in the air it's just it's magic it really is impressive He's got two wins this year, one at Riviera and uh, one there at the Match Play. Double Masters champion goes here where he can maneuver the ball around the course. It suits a lefty's fade. Uh, Augusta does. He's got a great chance, and he's now he's back confident. He's got he's playing tightless balls again. Those um, multi-colored ping pong balls he was using last year did him no favors for his game, and he dropped
1: off the face of the earth. He's back now and playing great. And the funny thing about Bubba is that you know when you look at the record back at twenty eleven, the year before he 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 won it, he was thirty eighth, then first, then fiftieth, mm. then first, then thirty seventh, thirty seventh miss cut. As much as I've just said what I've said, it wouldn't probably be the 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 most ridiculous thing to see him go 37-37, miss cut first. Like he's either gonna, in my opinion, he's either gonna be soaring high or he's going to be gone by the weekend it's that classic Bubba you know, though isn't it like it's he,
0: you know you ever, you've seen him in like open championships where there's a bit of battling required and if he's not in the mix he seems to fall away uh,
1: but do you think that's temperament though there's something about Bubba that when it's not going oh, yeah. his way like like Rory when it's not going his way can grind out a top 10 or a top 15 same with Speed. same with Thomas same with Dustin like these guys can grind out you know, top 15, top 20, when they're not playing particularly great. Bubba just seems to get to a point where I'm not playing great. I'm now going to give out about everything in life and I'm just going to let the whole thing go to pot because I'm blaming the water, I'm blaming the ball, I'm blaming the guy forward holds over yeah, and accidentally sneezes. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's always something. It's never him. And that's where I just think with Bubba, he either soars high mm-hmm. or he just. Pancake flats it, and you're just thinking, I just don't know with him this week. You know, like he could go out and he could be leading it come Thursday And I think if he's in the top five on Thursday, I think he has a real chance to go on and play well he's, for the rest of the if week. He's in the top if five, he's Thursday, 25th. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah,
0: he's in the top five on Sunday. Yeah, and look, this, this is the risk with the price of Bubba, you know, 16s, 18s, and a couple of bookmakers. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who were on him from a few weeks ago and they got nice long odds on him, but. This is that's the thing, like he's he's short enough now and he comes with that volatility risk factor in his performances. Um So yeah, for for me I'm not gonna back Bubba but that's not the only reason I do. um Okay yeah, so
1: Right, Bubba's Bubba's out for, for Bubba, us, you're, anyway. on, you're, you're you're off to Bubba. Of those of um, those three
0: though, Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, Phil Nixon, who do you think finishes higher?
1: Oh, Phil. Alright. Yeah, I I like I think Woods has a solid week. Do you see a top ten in Tiger um, maybe? I, I I'd see top kind of fifteen okay. twenty that kind of level. I I think he'll be probably numerically close enough to kind of top ten. Right, right. He may be two or three shots off, but I don't think he I'd love it. Like look, of course we'd love it. I think Phil has a better chance. I think Phil has a bit more form coming in. I, I just like the way Phil is playing. I think he's soaring again. But yeah, I think Bubba is the bottom. I think Wood's in the middle and, and Phil. But hey, it's 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 an interesting three ball if uh, if you're looking at a bet. Let's look at the very last group which we were going to do very briefly, the kind of the outsiders. I have two other bets that I'm putting on. I have Mark Leishman and I have Matt Coocher. I think Leishman is one of these guys who is been knocking on the door of a major championship. And he's the kind of guy at that kind of 50, 60, 70 to 1 that people, I don't know whether they're overlooking him but he ain't being talked about because everyone's talking about your Speets, your mm-hmm. et cetera, etc etc and I just think that it wouldn't be a surprise to me to see Mark Leishman come through the field this week, maybe go off 2 or 3 groups behind the leader come Sunday and post a decent score and ask the guys behind what they can do. Quite
0: enough character, which is probably why he never really attracts too much attention and chat. Um really great golfer when he's on. My only concern is uh with that, just just to try, you know, play devil's advocate. He's got a great performance at Augusta in him back in twenty thirteen where he finished fourth. But aside from that, he's got three missed cuts and a forty third in him around Augusta. So that you know, makes me wonder whether that fourth was a freak performance or or whether that could that is where he can get to at Augusta and it's about him just finding the ability to get back to that. And that could be more his norm than those poor performances. So uh, I guess that's built into the price. And it's uh, quite generous odds yeah. for a guy who's a well, really like, talented golfer. I,
1: I, and I think that's the thing. You know, you can say the same about Tyrrell Hatton. You can say the same about a couple of other players. These guys, are, there's a reason why they're 50, 60, mm. 70 to 1. But I think if you're looking at those longer odd guys, you know, top, five, uh, top 10, you know, if that's what they're paying at 50, 60, 70 to 1 to me Mark Leishman is a really good each way bet I I think he has to have a really good week this week to win Mm. but I do think he has at some point and it just could be this week that he actually not only knocks on the door but actually goes through it and when you look at some of the past champions of of the Masters you know the South African boys you know there is that kind of 70, 80 to 1 player that kind of comes through like I think Sergio last year was what I think he was like 82 no he wasn't that far out. I think he no, started he out was,
0: he was about 35 or 40 to 1 um, Charles Schwartzel a few years ago was 90 to 1 when he won it uh, so like I just Alex think Scott that he's the kind of player yeah he's, Matt Coocher, Mr. Cooch. yeah well we're both on Cooch, which is one of the rarest occasions that we actually both agree on a pick for well, a it tournament it means
1: we're going to fail together Pro- probably, probably yeah
0: so. look it's the great thing about picking a few of these guys at these kind of middle odds, like 55, 60s, maybe seventies, is that even if they place at a fifth of the odds, they're going to pay you back more in their each way place than one of the really short odds uh, favorites of ten or eleven to one, and that's that's kind of interesting. So you're not, you're almost not looking. Sorry, obviously them winning is a great situation, but even if they place, you're still making good money back on the week. So,
1: and and surely, cooch is Mr. Place. Cooch is. Like he oh. is like he is the guy who just you know, if he gets going like I had sorry, I had it here a second ago. Like Cooch has Cooch. Uh, around here, he's gone fourth, twenty fourth, forty fifth, fifth, eighth and third. You know, so two out of the last six years he hasn't been inside the top eight. I'll take that those
0: chances. 100%. And like he's got a ninth and an 8th the last couple of weeks. And the thing that really got me on Coocher, and I backed him last week as well, and this week before he teed off last week, was that at the match play, uh, saw a little post-round interview and he said, I'm swinging great with a big smile on his face. And he was. And he's gone top 10 the last two weeks. And he's coming into a course where, you know, he's got plenty of patience and experience. He knows his way around here. He's played, you know, eight, nine times here. So... Um, I'm definitely happy to have Kuchar on board because it's kind of middle odds and I think it's going to be a fun bet to watch go on who else I have um, I have a little bit of an interest in Patrick Canclay Bryson DeChambeau um, I've got small bets on them I think DeChambeau showed how, how great a golfer he can be only a few weeks ago when he chased he was chasing Rory McIlroy hard and Rory, that was Rory on a great week and DeChambeau you know came up a little bit short in the end but you know to, to put in that performance, he's gonna have great confidence from that. He's um, he had 21st at Augusta last year, so you know, that, again, a slightly little bit higher than mid range odds. I'm very happy to have him on. Cantley's playing great golf, um, serious operator, greens and regulation machine, uh, again, at those high odds. Um, very happy to have him on board. Patrick Reed has added. The fade, or the, at least a hold-off fade into his uh, repertoire, but his this year, he's got some good results recently, and his general shop shape, shot shape is a draw, which is uh, favoured uh, here in Augusta. So, you know, I
1: think... I think okay, so you, when, yeah. when, I, when I thought you only had one ah, or two extra... I'm just throwing out some uh, thoughts. You, you, so so go ahead, narrow it down. Who, who to you, is the guy you're putting... The most... Who, out of all the bets you have, all the players in the field, who is it that you think is your best chance at the victory, and then who is your best chance at a kind of a an each-way bet that has a bit of an outside chance but isn't necessarily the guy you're plumping behind? Those,
0: those are some fun little outside bets I've got, just to you know, because there's so many places on offer. My My main bets of the week, I have Ricky Fowler and John Ram. So... So Ricky Fowler, John Ram. Yeah. So, I... I World number three, John Ram. Does he have the temperament for this course? Well, I don't know. I'm going to find out come Sunday evening, I guess. Or, or, may, or maybe, <laughs> maybe Thursday, Thursday evening, you might find out. Um, I just find it interesting that he's been very... You know, hardly anybody seems to be talking about him. And that might be the kind of combination of things. that He's going in there with a little bit lower expectation on his shoulders because all the focus is on the other guys. And um, Because of that, his price has gone out quite nicely. So uh, he's available up to 28th in places. So
1: that's so it's his second time at the Masters. Twenty seventh last year. Um, not playing
0: his greatest golf at the moment, but we all know we, I'm struggling to see it. To be
1: we, honest with you, but well, we've
0: seen. I'm not. I'm not going to you. He's plenty long enough. And if he's got his irons working this week, uh, he's going to you know green and reg this to pieces. So you know I've seen. We've seen. We've both seen him get unbelievably hot and just. Cut through the field like a hot hot knife through melted butter last year at the Irish Open. So, um, you know, I don't know. He's he's coming off the back of Sergio winning last year, so there's a little bit of a Spanish link. Um, so that's he does
1: have the victory this year, I suppose, which kind of does play into my my theory that you have yeah. to kind of have a victory or very close to it to to yeah, win. So he
0: has has struggled a little bit since R- R- Ricky does not fit into that with the uh, he does not have no. a victory, but. Ricky's got a lot of things going for him in terms of what I was looking for in a golfer. Like, his his long game's in good shape. Um, he's had a couple of, you know, messy a messy weekend last weekend, but that's because prob- his eye is probably over, you know, onto this week. Um, his bogey avoidance is very high. We all know Ricky's a great putter, but he's not having a great putting se- season so far this year. But that doesn't mean he can't come and turn it on this week and
1: have an ab- above-average or pretty decent putting week. And... Um, Ricky's one of those really weird guys I I really want him to break through mainly because he's now kind of must be the odd one out in the Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas uh, spring break uh, trip Uh, we'll ignore uh, Kaufman there for a moment but um, he's so frustrating like and I just don't know like he's what is he was 11th last year missed cut the year before 12th the year before that and a 5th like if he plays well, he has a real chance. It's just that real big question mark over, like what is he, 20, 25, 30, what is yeah. he, 20s, 25s to
0: one? Well, I'm gonna say the question mark over Ricky is his um, his approach and strategy when it comes to the weekends. I think he plays it overly safe. Um, rather than going out and grabbing the win, like say, like he did at the Players' Championship, that, what was it, three years ago? When he went out and shot that phenomenal finishing stretch of holes, he went out and grabbed it and attacked it, and I think that's what he's kind of been missing from his major performances. So, if if he gets that right balance between aggression and uh, and, and good golf shots, you know, he, he could do it. So, um, I, I have to admit, it's I, I like him as a fan, so that kind of also plays into the backing him as well. Uh, it's not it's not a purely objective thing. But you know, he does have a lot of good things going for him and uh, it would make it a little bit sweeter if a player I really like also managed to win the golf tournament and me some money as well,
1: so I was somewhat surprised by the stat on Ricky because I was thinking to myself the other day about Ricky and I was like, you know geez you know, he seems to we knew the players. But do you have any idea how many uh, Other victories Ricky Fowler has had other than the players? Four. On the PGA? Three other ones apart from the players. Well, three with the, yeah. uh, Like, it's only four victories. Like, for a guy that I feel has. He kind of flatters to deceive a little bit. Like, I kind of feel that, you know, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, okay, that's. Like, I know the players and I know he's been kind of sniffing around other tournaments, but that's a lot of. Like, I know he's got 12 second place finishes, but. There is that now starting to have that little bit in the back of my mind that's starting to question whether or not those twelfth place finishes, second place finishes, like can he kind of knock through that 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 wall and and grab one? Maybe. And can I'd... he get into that dirty fight to to pick one up if it gets that way on a Sunday?
0: If I could predict the future, I'd be an awful lot better at golf punting. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that, that, that is true. It's... But probably you're
1: just not bet bet on it you'd probably you'd
0: pick the European um, numbers anyway. um, look if he only had one or two victories I'd be You know, I, I think there's an awful lot stronger case but he's got four victories and that's that's an above average yeah, he's
1: got 31 and a half million that's, dollars in that's, prize that's money. an above so, like.
0: average golf career already <laughs> and he's not even 30 so um, he's learning all the time and uh, hopefully learns. he's learned enough and got enough things in place this week to, to go very deep and, and maybe maybe grab that green jacket on Sunday um it's it's called gambling for a reason so uh I'm, yeah I've, no i like i've gambled some i like wine.
1: it i just i'm i'm just i don't know about ricky and i'm not sure about john ram but we do agree on matt Coucher, so that's good Um so look anybody who has, else has any ideas any tips or inside information you want to share uh to us at a good talk golf is the uh, twitter handle at goodtalkspoiled at gmail.com is the email um if it's not Ricky, if it's not John, who did you say you were, you believed was going to win it? Oh,
0: um, I think I actually, you know, I think Justin Rose and Jason Day have very good chances. Um,
1: so, Jesus, we're adding more people. Well, look, the longer we're on this, you're just adding more people. Now we got <laughs> we got Jason Day in the mix. If, if, if I had to pick one of that kind of top, top yeah, top I, top. I've asked now three times. Give me one name. Come on, one that name. <laughs> Larry Mize. I'm j- Jordan Speed. Uh, and I've uh, I've gone with a wonderful uh, five euros each way on Bernard Langer at about 7,000 to oh, one nice. uh, just simply because I reckon that he's the kind of older player that might actually just make it through the weekend and just scrape a top ten or a top I'm
0: eight a, I'm all in either. on Ricky Fowler Ricky's my pick
1: okay so Ricky Fowler you see that's all I asked Barry it was just one name and it only took took about 58 minutes for you to give me uh, that's one that's more fun twisting around the place all right, Jordan Spieth is my man, Ricky Fowler is yours, and we're both on Kuchar, So uh And the other 43 players we've backed each, uh, one of us surely will have a winner. True,
0: true. To all our listeners, um, have a great week. Um, enjoy the Masters. Hopefully uh, some bets click. And uh, yeah.
1: and if anybody's looking for me from tomorrow through Sunday, I will not be available. Airplane um, mode. You can get me on Monday, yeah. <laughs> Monday morning. Uh Very thanks to everybody for listening. At A Good Talk Golf is the Twitter handle. Keep the banter up over the course of the Masters week. Have a great one watching it, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Bye, bye, man. Well, you're fine. Bye-bye.